Downsold today is all about marketing. And here I have Ahmed Mizidi, Sena Juz. Yes. And I cannot wait to get into this discussion. Yes, because this is your field. It is my field. I will try my best not to talk much. I'll leave it to you. Uh, I'm very passionate about this field. I think it's such a deep field. And I think Rola is, is an expert. Just real quick, why are you passionate about marketing? Well, I don't know. I think there's just something about it that the way you convince customers to buy a product is, is a science. And a lot of people think it's a skill. It's a skill. And honestly, I think it's a science. That's I genuinely science. think absolutely. people think it's coincidence. Mm-hmm. And why do you see certain ads at a certain time? Why is it you that's seeing this ad but not your friend? Everything is calculated with digital marketing. Literally, the sky's the limits. Yes, and without with that beautiful thing you just said, <laughs> let's welcome our marketing specialist right next, Rola Hamid. We're back to finally unbox the untold story of Rola Hamid. Rana, welcome. I'm told. So, Rana, you're a marketing specialist. I'll just call you a marketing expert for now, right? Yeah. I think it's fair to, uh, it's fair to start with a broad question. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the people watching might be might have basic knowledge of marketing, but they see a lot of ads all around them. They're walking in the street, there's a billboard. They open their app applications, there's always a pop-up ad, and so on. What is marketing in your definition? Like, What is marketing to us? Marketing is like the image of the brand, is the image of the company, uh, whatever is the field or the brand is. Marketing is like what reflects the brand. Yani. Uh, it's like mostly uh, what people see about the brand. They don't know the inside, they just see the marketing, they just see those advertisements, yes. the videos, the visuals, the billboards, whatever it is. So this is like the face of the of the brand. So it's really it's really important. Uh, one thing about what you were saying that everyone sees ads here and there. Uh, I tell them this sometimes. Like it's different when you work in marketing than you are a person who doesn't work in marketing. Yeah. Uh, the way you see the ad becomes different. So now when I'm walking on the street, I'm driving. I see an ad. I or notice immediately, oh, the text is overlapping, the, yes, yes. The, the, no, uh, the number here is... Critical. Yeah, it's, uh, you become a critical. I'm like, what is the message here? But for, for a person who's not working in marketing, he'll be like, either he uh, it grabs his attention or not. So... I can relate to that in a way whenever I, like, like I watch a movie or anything. As a filmmaker, it's like, oh, this, that. So I'm picking up all that you're saying. You say you get very critical. And I'm sensing a lot of psychology from what you're trying to talk about. There is a lot of psychology. There's a lot of overlap between uh, the psychology of consumer behavior, understanding what a consumer wants, and showing him the message in a way that would be relevant to them. Uh, you have to understand the market, first of all, the country you are in, the culture, uh, the market itself, and your target audience. Because also you can't be just like uh, uh, broad, uh, uh, broadcasting for everyone. Uh, yeah, There's an audience of people who are interested in this. So you need to give them exactly what they like or what they are interested. Uh, not not just like, okay, something for everyone. Uh, if you target everyone, it's the same as if you don't target anyone. Yeah, and it, I like that one, yes. That's a good concept. Yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't reach all the market. So True. even in one brand or one company, if you have different uh, kind of products, you have to target for each product the audience that works for it, your target audience. So let's say if you have uh, this mug that has a picture of um, a picture that uh, for anime, let's say, 
you can't put it on an ad or in a packaging the same way if it has a, a Fairuz photo on it. Like, you know, it, it's, it's a different audience, different age, different. So uh, here it's, uh, it's, it's really important for the marketer to know his audience and to know the market he's working with. Um, uh, also, it, uh, it doesn't come like you don't learn this in university. You don't learn this in a course. You learn I agree with that. This yeah. by experience. It comes with experience. It comes with experience. They might teach you the basics. They might education will give you the basics, understanding the first, uh, what 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 succeeded, what failed. Exactly. But then it's on you. Yeah, they're not gonna teach you like how to do marketing in Kuwait or how to do it in Dubai or how, how to do it in the yacht. And they're not gonna teach you how to do marketing for automotives or how to do it for food and beverages or. You have to learn this by experience. In general, the look of it is true. Of course, there is like, yeah, what we can call it like uh, um, uh, basics that no one can touch in marketing. That's right. Absolutely. Matter in what field. In the mentals of marketing. Exactly. But someone can be working in an agency, let's say, as a creative side and all this for years, but he comes suddenly and work in the client side. That's a different experience. Absolutely. So when he works, uh, he's working with FMB for five years, and that so he's an expert by five years. Automotive, he needs to learn a lot here. It's always a learning curve. It's only exactly. I mean, since I think since uh, marketing has a tremendous effect on people and why they buy things, do you think people would buy a bad product because the marketing campaign was great? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, because uh, what we try to touch with the people, uh, some, um, sometimes they're not buying the product, they're buying how the product makes them feel. That is true with so many products. Exactly. Yeah. So let's say, uh, especially when you relate the product to a personality, to a public figure, to a successful person, uh, they buy it because uh, in their, like, you go unconsciously to their mind to put in their head that, uh, when you are purchasing this product or, or when you are walking out carrying this or driving this car, you are a, a successful man now. It's how they direct those commercials. Exactly. There's a story to tell. There is a script of yes, you know. This is why touching onto my field now. But it is awesome, you know, marketing. Uh, it really does. I think there's also, there's, I mean, marketing, there's a lot of theory that goes behind any single campaign. For example, in marketing, they always talk about how you have to STP. Like you have to segment, target, and position. So is this something that actually you work on actively? We study this at university. But do you, in your daily work, do you segment, target, and position? Yeah, exactly. Because like uh, where I'm working right now, we have the. Uh, it's it's the same product, but let's say as a mug, uh, I, I I work in automotives. Uh, we have a car that fits the age of uh, the university age. A car that fits. Uh, the older ages, the family, the people. Uh, so when we do any campaign, either visual side, creative side, uh, or digital marketing, where we are going to post this, the target audience, the uh, the uh, the hashtags we're gonna use, everything, everything is different from car to car, depending on the audience or the people who are who will be interested in this product. Speaking of hashtags, yeah. Social media, let's say, is a new medium for the past two decades. Uh, but I think so, honest, or less. 20. And then before that, we had television, print, billboards, right? What's that trans transition that we had from that uh, traditional media to social media? The evolution. How do you cater or uh, change your uh, marketing 
technique or aspect or Jake to social media? Is, is there like a big difference? Big difference. You a big difference. You know what is the the positive part? Let's talk about the benefits of this transition now. Is that your campaign became now measurable? You can really measure how well it's working. Accurate numbers, impressions, engagement, views, and the plus the leads. Now we are not talking only about impressions. Yes. A big, big amount of our clients are coming from the sponsored ads, where where they click. Either they go to the website. Either they go to WhatsApp method. They clicked on that. We can see they clicked and we communicate with them and we register them on our systems as a lead and the salesman starts contacting them. So we can the amount also we spend on uh, digital marketing is now way bigger than what we spend on uh, billboards or TV or what uh, uh, any other media stuff because the other mediums are not measurable. But not comparable. What you spend, I think, is just what you spend on the traditional media can exceed tremendously what you would spend on digital platform. Uh, the thing is, like, if you want to compare about the value, let's say, uh, you pay a huge amount uh, for a billboard, basically on billboard, and you can't measure and you can't uh, let him take an action right now to uh, contact you or communicate with you. Yeah. And uh, you can't measure what it did. But when it comes to social media or like, let's say digital media, uh, for digital media, you can measure this and okay. uh, you're paying a smaller amount, like let's say, a lead might cost you, it depends on the brand and the product and all that, but it might cost you between $30 up to like $90, $70, depending on the item you're selling. So you know each lead, each person, how much did it cost you? You, uh, uh, to that point, it's detailed and measurable and accurate. Cost to acquire a customer yeah. is probably less today than it was back in the tradition. Okay. But I also, I think it depends on the product you're buying. I think it uh, yeah, um, true. Hugely, yeah, if you're, you're into automotive, yes, the cost per a single lead or a customer is way higher than if you're buying uh, a mug. Right. Exactly. And you'd say that the social media thing is a good thing for marketing. There's no negative effects. I'll tell you the thing. Uh, now you are able, the phone is in their hand wherever they are. In their bed, on the couch, while eating, while driving, everywhere. Okay. So this helped you to reach them uh, no matter how. Yeah. Like, and you, you are reaching the person who is interested in it because your campaign is showing only for the people who did any research or wrote any word on their message or on their search or whatever that is related to your product that you think he might be interested. So we have a list of like uh, uh, words that people can use that our ads will show to them. Yeah, so also you're not wasting your money on people that you don't know if they're interested or not. As you said, the starting, uh, uh, not all of your customers are your customers. I mean, you have a certain segment. Exactly. So digital media helps you to reach exactly your targeted audience. But when you, if you put it on the street, you're putting, let's say, per billboard, around 250k, let's say, per billboard. And you don't know how many is the percentage, like million or, uh, millions of people might see it, but the percentage of the people who are interested, you don't know how much. Plus, it, from that, they can take an action. 
but from their phone they can contact you immediately yes exactly like yeah just click and ask more no more inquire Absolutely. buy it now whatever it, uh, even like especially with e-commerce when you can buy online it's like uh, um, uh, just click the button and buy it can, can I make an observation? Yeah, to cut you off. Can I make an observation? Yeah, see. You speak with so much passion about marketing. Yes. Where do you, you really do? <laughs> you really do. To like step aside from that world for a second, where does that ca passion, that drive? What's the hunt from where you? Yes. Why are you so driven about marketing? We hate ads, right? Yeah. No one wants to watch a video online and get interrupted by an ad, right? Especially when we're watching your videos. We pay the premium to skip the ads. Yeah, exactly. So why are you so driven about commercials? Because it's like, how the way I see it, I feel like you're making magic. Like how you are really attracting those people to come to your store, to come to your brand and convincing them, even that they don't want to watch your ad, even that they don't want to see it, even that they are trying to save their money. Don't tell me they're sale, but you can like, Manipulate their their brain. Manipulation and that's that's the word. I was hoping not to get that with marketing. Do we lie in our commercials? Uh, this is tricky here. It depends on the brand and the strategy because uh, yes, some brands do lie or some brands maybe let's say not lie but they highlight more yeah. the thing they want to highlight and say under God, like just they put it under the carpet but they don't want to show. Biggest example is fashion stores. Uh, discounts up to seventy percent. And then it's like two items. There's one item still in the corner and that has 70% and the rest is 10%. This has been a very insightful conversation about marketing. I should yes, very passionate. I love this passion. And I still want to know more for uh, more about that passion and how it started. I think we haven't touched on that yet, but after this break. back on the untold continuing our conversation about marketing with our, with our very special guest Roland Mohammed as we left before the break I want to touch on the passion you did talk about it a little but I want to go to before you discovered your passion for marketing what led it to like take me to the steps okay like I'm not going to talk a lot about like since I was a child, like, but... Uh, what did you want to do when you were a child? <laughs> yes, no, tell me, I ask no, no. this question all the time. Like, when you were a child, what did you want to do? When I was a child, I was like more into creativity and my uh, my passion was to become a, a producer. And I always like would hear a song or think yeah. about story and like imagine how the video could be like. And I see, story like was. producing ideas. Yeah, and I shared and uh, I joined also some program for teenagers that that was in Lebanon that time on awesome. TV that they gave the teenagers a camera and they were like just make for me an episode like as a journal a one day of your life wow. nice. and That's I, awesome. I was like always interested in that okay uh, but then just life took me somewhere that I decided to get married and continue my studies in Kuwait, in Kuwait. Uh, so I studied the business administration that was the only option I found because 
like coming from Lebanon to Kuwait still I didn't know the universities yeah. area and I had to study uh, distance like by distance with Lebanon I used to take the books at the beginning of so the year you lived in Kuwait? I lived in Kuwait but the, uh, yeah and so okay. I used to take the books at the beginning of the year and just do the test at the end just without attending any class any class for oh. four years and I had children I had my first son and then I was like to get to yeah. know the country more you know when you are new and you still don't know people you I, I decided so to get along and like mm. know the country more I need to work so I started as a teacher assistant okay because I was undergraduate at that time and mm. I, I did I didn't have any experience mm. and this is when how I started to really no more Kuwait as like from the people in Kuwait awesome. and by time like the I got stuck in the field of teaching and schools and I I saw that I cannot grow more there because my there's major is business right. and, yeah, right. uh, yeah, yeah and there's a ceiling and yeah. it's a repetition and it's every not truly year. what you wanted to do with your life exactly uh, so uh, just it was like just one day when I was like just like really really very tired you know when you're drowning you're like Carlos I can't do this job exactly, anymore exactly. and enough, a friend enough. of mine told me like really as long as you have a salary that is paying your rent and providing food on your table you're not gonna go look for something else you're gonna always feel safe okay I'm covered that's it that's your comfort zone that's your comfort zone, that's your comfort and you're standing zone. A step outside the comfort if you just decide yeah. to leave then you're gonna like really find a way to yeah. get to find the right job so I love that. Like, that's oh my nice. god, that's, that's really serious, but I need to do it. At yeah. that time, I was like, I opened my Instagram account public and I started like some, uh, but not, you can't say I became an influencer, but it, it became a public account and I started getting Start invitations. Slowly influence people. Exactly. I started to know the market a little more, get invitations yeah. to openings and new stores, launching something new. So here, where I met more people and yeah. I, I knew more about the social media. In Kuwait, about the market, nice. the small businesses, uh, what's new, what's happening in the market. So when I left teaching, uh, I didn't stay one day without a job. Immediately, I wow. got an offer from a company that I didn't even apply to. They called me, uh, they texted me on Instagram, and they were like, "We have a project for you. Are you interested?" I thought it's like just a project, yeah. uh, not 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 a, a Did they job. They find you through yeah. your Instagram. They found me through my Instagram. When I opened my Instagram, I thought that I will become an influencer mm, with one million followers follower. and I will charge at, at 1,000 KD for an ad. At that time when they approached you, how many followers did you have? 3,000? Yeah, something okay. like this. But so they, they saw, saw something. something in you. Exactly. It's not the followers. But she, it's she went hard on herself. Yes. You know, but, you know, I've been seeing a trend in your life and you mention people a lot. You always mention people, 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 people. Yeah. people. And it's so interesting how you worked in teaching and you always, you're always surrounded by people, I'm assuming, and yeah. that built your skill. Mm. And I think there's a lot of stereotype in marketing. For you to work in marketing, you have to be a people's person. Exactly. You have to be someone that's social. You have to be someone that's kind of like an extrovert and to talk to people and kind of be yeah, because like a social butterfly. You need to really know what's going on. You really need to know what's happening with the people, yeah. what, the, what they are talking about, what they are yeah. interested in now. Mm. What is the trend? What is the conversation that is now? A, a trend doesn't have to be like only like how we're dressing up or which restaurant we're going yeah. but it might be also a conversation about Elon Musk uh, uh, worry about financial situation so there is something happening yeah. always if you're not communicating with people very well you don't get to know it plus in marketing specifically when you talk to people and uh, connections like yeah. it's not it's not like connections get you place but it's like 
it opens for you doors. Look, that, that's the truth. And that, yeah. That's the truth. And, yeah. uh, the more people you know, the more doors you open, which is... Uh... Exactly. Things just happen with you, like, mm. because you're more exposed. Of course, if you are sitting in your couch and behind the screen, exactly. not doing anything inside your home, you're not going to be in contact with more people and chances will not yeah. pass by you. But also, so, like, if the more people you know, the more personalities you understand. And I think the more personalities you understand, the easier... The less, the less difficult it becomes yeah. to create a campaign, perhaps. Because obviously, when you want to, when you want to create a campaign, you have to understand your audience first. Okay. And since you're someone that knows so many different personalities, it just yeah. becomes second nature, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, I have this car, this mug, whatever it is. And I've just happened to have met so many different personalities. And this is how I want to approach it. Yeah, this is how I can sell it to a housewife. This is how I can sell yeah. it to a business lady, yeah. to a businesswoman. Yeah. This is how I can sell it to a doctor. This is how I can sell it. Uh, people actually, especially when you're selling, let's talk more because marketing is related to sales. Yeah. When you, you are selling, you're not selling them just the product. You're you're selling them how they feel when they are communicating with you how uh, you're selling them the communication between the emotion, you and the them so a salesman also yeah. needs to be aware of how he talks to people and he makes them love him so they buy from him because even if i like the product so much but the salesman is yes, yes, yani, yes. grumpy or whatever he's gonna make me hate the brand hate if the he doesn't product, like the product hate. why would i buy the product yeah but even yeah. if i don't like the product so much and he convinced me and i feel like oh my god he really did a good job sometimes you feel like he's really doing a good job i want to support him sometimes it's just that I like him, he's really good, he really impressed me, yeah. he really convinced me, I'm going for it. Even if you don't buy the car, you're gonna go tell other people about, about it. this car and uh, the experience. Yeah, and the experience, exactly. About this guy, you're gonna tell them, go to Muhammad because Muhammad is gonna really take good care of you and he's gonna know what you want or whatever. So, and, and now, something very, very, very important that we discovered recently and we were talking about recently is that uh, people are not buying just the product. People want the easy way. The what, easy what, 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 what do you mean by the easy way? Let's say, now there might be, you can open a restaurant right under his apartment. Okay, and he, yeah. it's just that he just has to go and grab it. But another restaurant that is far away will deliver it to his door mm. just by a click on his phone and use app, uh, Apple Pay instead yeah, yeah, of yeah. using like uh, uh, his card and clicking many buttons. He will yes. just click like this button and it's paid and done. He will choose the but easiest solution. Is this the Rula experience or the marketing experience? It's the marketing experience. People want the easiest solution. Fair. People want easy solutions. Fair. They don't True. want. They, okay, they, gotcha. Yeah. Speaking of people. Yeah. Is the customer always right? Okay. It, uh, <laughs> this is a tricky question. This is where we go silent. <laughs> yeah, this is where we go silent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, uh, sometimes, it, it depends. Uh, sometimes the managers in the company needs to really stand in the employee side and tell the customer like no sorry here yeah. you are wrong if, and, and if you don't want to buy it's okay not to buy here you put some boundaries to your brand because also sometimes when you really go like yeah whatever he wants whatever he wants i'm gonna give him whatever he wants i'm gonna do whatever he say i'm gonna just do anything just yeah. to uh, calm him down and so he doesn't go and talk bad yeah. about me you're gonna also give him power over you you're gonna and devaluate your brand you lose the value of the brand i think um, yeah I, I believe that not everyone agree with this some people still think the customer is always right and no matter what he says but it's not about 
uh, always right it's about also you have to know how to deal with him even if he's angry even if he's screaming even if he is yelling or whatever you can be why is the customer always a male <laughs> <laughs> it's just a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when he is screaming. He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, we talk about customer in, in a masculine way, not fem feminine. I yeah. would just use they. Yeah, we use customer. customer. Okay, so a question, ah, yeah. question about strategy in general. So I know marketing is not just a coincidence, right? It's just it's something yeah. you have to think about and you have to strategize. You so have to the, plan. A few questions, honestly, piled into one. Why is it that when we drive on the road, sometimes we see a car with a price and then we drive and we see um, um, something that's very teasing just a question at another, another point we see just a logo what's the dif why are the brands targeting us with the these different strategies uh, is it does it bring different values to them or what happens uh, the thing it depends like if you uh, look at a very classy brand and yeah. premium and luxury they try not to mention uh, numbers either either it's a jewelry or okay. it's cars or it's whatever they don't mention numbers because when you're mentioning a number you're doing this mainly to attract the people that Dubai, are giving Dubai. here a very uh, competitive price or a very attractive price and what's this, for luxury the ones that no no the ones that know, that, no. exactly yeah. plus when you are targeting the audience of a luxury brand they, you're not gonna put for them the price and show them that they care about the price because also they have some kind of ego yes. that I don't care about the that's price. a good one right. like uh, sometimes if you give them an offer they're not gonna buy it Sorry. Oh, no, I'm, I don't buy when there is an offer. I don't go if there's sale. That's so you interesting. Know? That's so interesting. Yeah, yeah, because it's a, a, it's a perspective thing. So it depends on your brand. Yes, you have. You should have a strategy. Uh, Speaking of strategy. Yes. Could we play like a little exercise? Okay. Let's say we want to market the untold. Okay. okay we come to you. Mm. How do we brainstorm? How do we come up with a great promo? Okay. Give us your. There is expertise. something here. First of mm. all, like, what what is the objective of the objective. marketing here? Do yes. you want to sell? Do you want awareness? Do you want views? Do you want the trying people to get to... viewers? Trying to get the word out about this show and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So does it depend on the life cycle of the brand? I mean, we are some. Let's just say um, a new show just starting. Exactly. Or... If it's something like already known in the country, uh, you exactly. have a different strategy for it's it than than a brand, brand new. Introduce into the market. Exactly. How do I go about doing that? So first of all you uh, choose your, uh, your you have to know your audience who will be interested in the untold what is their age their demographics, demographics. Yes. yes and then you target them through uh, the visual should be attractive to this audience themselves uh, or the creative either it's a video or a visual yeah. whatever like is the material you're giving them it should be attractive to them attractive yes to them. Uh, this one point then the digital media part you have digital to target part. them in your digital media yeah. and uh, how do i and then them? especially how you target them you put the specific words that this person like let's right. say keywords. you search keywords, keywords exactly podcasts the guests on the show yeah stuff like that yeah exactly okay. like people who are interested like let's say you're talking about business people who are interested in business to learn right. more exactly. to know so more exactly. something like and that's the beauty of digital marketing yes. right? yeah. you can you you're able to do that that's why you and said sometimes it's not exactly the words of your brand like sometimes it's like this audience is also yeah. interested Related, yeah. in Other something interests. like this yeah. so yeah. I, you put so these keywords catch their eyes exactly. yeah. i see like exactly. random hashtags on their posts they're not about the post. I sometimes like. They're like, oh, this is not really a 
about this post, but it's somewhat so the person who's interested in this will be interested in that like there's a quote i think one of the favorite quotes i heard before we wrap up uh in in business no i have i have to say it it's like that it says if the product is free you're the product uh anyway yeah i think exactly so here also you have one thing like uh, for the people you're not selling an item you just want them to watch so, yes. so you want yeah. awareness and mm. you want them to uh, watch the show mm. but uh, for who you are selling yourself for the companies mm-hmm. to get uh, to get them to exactly, to, exactly. Uh, to, uh, to advertise through your show yes. so here is your audience where you want to sell is different so here you have to do for yeah. them different marketing uh, so it depends on who's your audience 100%, 100%. is it One B2B, size is, it, uh, is it the public exactly. Is it kids? Is it adults? Is it teenagers? It depends. Yeah. Just to wrap up, yes. what's your untold little secret uh, to the audience? If they're watching this, they're seeking one piece of advice. Yes. They're interested in marketing. What would you tell them? Lots of people over here. Interested in marketing. Okay. Uh, marketing is not. It's not like a job that you just go to the office and do it. Mm. Like this is something you, it has to live in you. It has to be in you. No matter how you move, no matter what you do, no matter who you are sitting. Yeah. yeah. So it has to be in you. If you don't really feel that you can be that active and catching up on everything that is new and knowing what's happening and thinking that oh this might work for my brand this might work for my client this might work for this person i have a new idea yes we can apply this and you have to be uh not just creative you have to be like uh, uh, a a brave little you have to do things like out of the box it's a complete lifestyle it's a complete thank you honestly thank you so much this was very insightful and beautiful, beautiful messages you've sent out throughout your uh, conversations here. And we learned a lot. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you for for listening. We'll be right back with a wrap. Wow, what a conversation, man. Did you expect it? I mean, marketing is a, such a big world, and it is just like aside from marketing, the passion of she had, or she still—you can sense it. You can—you can sense it. She's just going for it, and she knows her, she knows what she's talking about. Barely took a second to think. Hundred percent. Really knows every yeah, like exactly, the back of her head. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. No, I thought there was conversations. Yes. I want to learn from. Even like we did this exercise about the untold. You know, how to promote it and all that. Consultation. Free consultation. <laughs> but let's wrap up. Yep, let's wrap up. It's been fun, and it's always fun right here on The Untold with this amazing co-host, San Legends. See you later. See you later.